Man, it doesn't give me enough time to uh, pull everybody up. What's everybody doing? We're back Yo. after yes. hiatus. After we the just, longest of hiatuses. Longest of hiatuses. Hiatuses? I think hiatuses is the way, yes. I was going to say hiati, but then that's like just saying <laughs> Haiti. Multiple <laughs> hiatuses. How's everybody doing? Yes. Nice month. Max's house is clean in the background. Look how spotless Dude, that like, thing is. I cannot nice. wait to, to move out of here. Like, I mean, this house is great. Love the house. Glad to be, you know, like moving to a better situation. But like moving, selling your house sucks yeah. so bad. Like, it's just the worst, most awful stuff. And I can't wait to be done with it. So, you yes, lost me at that cool. moving. <laughs> right? I, I don't I don't like like actually physically moving myself, let alone like packing up my stuff and moving it. That sounds awful. Yeah. Right. Right. Moving? Like, oh, I don't want to do that. I, I am a second. Why I bought it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's been a fun break. I had a lot of fun. Um, got a girlfriend, Margaret, gone for six weeks. Um, yeah. That's been, that's been pretty awesome. She's pretty cool. She's my cougar. That's what I call her because she's five years old. Wow. And, uh, that's fair. I mean, she's like, She's like a foot away from me, so she hears me. I was like, she, as he's looking over his shoulder to check and make sure he's actually safe. I'm just kind of like waiting for his head to like rocket the other way. frying pan. I mean, yeah. we've already got a toothbrush in my house, so I mean, we're <laughs> we're, already, we're already like oh. there. But I've checked all the drawers. She hasn't started a drawer anywhere, so I'm <laughs> in that regard. Just <laughs> <counter -drops laughs> I took that as you didn't have one, so she brought one for you. Is that what's going on here? Well, when he said a toothbrush, then I'm like, wait, gross. Are you sharing one? Because that's love, okay? That's real love. When you share a toothbrush, I have been married for nine years, and no. Yeah, hey, I mean, like, I'm not saying that you're not in a good situation, but like, you're just not in that good of a situation. You know, it's like no, they have a bond. Over this toothbrush that that you may like, never have with your husband. <laughs> here, here, here's the thing. At a it's certain like my point, tongue will touch your yeah. teeth. Don't mess with my toothbrush. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, next year is next week is next. Actually, next week Wednesday, I think, is 26 years for my wife and I. Proud of you. And you know, 26 years, three kids. At a certain point, you've traded enough saliva that a toothbrush isn't the make or break point of your relationship. But still, super. <laughs> Not cool. saying, I'm just saying. Okay. Now is okay. What's what is the closer relationship? Now sharing a toothbrush or using the bathroom when each other are in the bathroom? Yeah, that doesn't bother me. <laughs> Imagine toothbrushes. You're actually exchanging fluids. Um, to to steal a line, I think it was from Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, it, it's definitely the, when they're sitting on the toilet because, uh, ladies, you are always sitting, so we don't know what you're doing, and we just kind of walk into the fog. We like so, it. <laughs> you know, oh, it, it becomes not a secret very quickly when uh, you're like, hey, how's it going? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? That is one of those moments. I mean, at that point, it's all relative just because it's like it's the bathroom and there's particles in there that'll never leave. So you're sharing it all. At my husband, my husband has no sense of smell, so I don't even care. 
Like, yeah. that's, that's where the no sense of smell comes in real handy. Well, that is, that I, is a, a I know my wife wishes we had no sense of smell <laughs> a lot of the time. Well, John's John's not here to defend himself, so I will just say that's well, what he, he gets for cooking meth. Ammonia and bleach, but you know. Close it's enough. Bodily functions, schmodily functions. After you have a kid, it doesn't matter anymore anyway. We're back, guys. <laughs> You're dealing with a little person's bodily functions too. So hey now. Oh. What's up, Daniel? John Speaking of bodies, do we have a manscape plug we gotta do? No, we're done with that, we're done with that for now. Oh, really? Already? I yeah, gotta too. build them though. I gotta build them and then they're gonna get back with us the whole thing. But yes, we're done for now. I mean we could talk about darn it. it if we want to. I lied to my manscaper the other day. Um clean this up. I watched five minutes of this uh, George Carlin AI thing um, because five minutes was a cutoff point before monetization really sets in for them. So yes. I because I knew nobody else was going to and I don't blame you like Mike's like, I don't I'm like, dude, I don't want you to watch this. Like, it's bad enough. I'm going to watch five minutes just so one of us has some context to talk about it. So. Thank you for taking one for the team. No, I yeah, mean, like, so, I feel like this is the one, like, occasion where, like, let's just do the internet nerd thing. And, like, no, I didn't watch it, but I hate it. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of articles written about it anyway. I actually I actually agree with Max on this one. It scares the <laughs> crap is, out of me. Yeah, Tim and Max oh, are agreeing on something? We're, we're 20 days into 2024, and Tim and I agree <laughs> on something. Uh, yeah, I thought we already mentioned it. <laughs> Okay, so break this into sections because there's there's things in the intro to this video that they bring up that I want to discuss. Okay, so everything I bring up, it may sound like I agree with it. I don't agree with any of this. Just put it on the record going forward. But I watched <laughs> the first five minutes. Sure, it sounded like George Carlin. Sure, the bits could have been written by him. Like I believe these are the jokes that he might have told now. But when you sit down and you listen to it, there is something missing, and it's human element like you can't like the the jokes come across as a lot more um rude maybe than george carlin would have done had he been here perfect it and put it out there and it's just it's wrong especially since they're billing it like the ai at the beginning of the the video it says this is just the same as doing an impression but it's not because you are marketing it as a george carlin stand-up special in 2024 you're not saying you know Hey, I'm doing an impression, which the AI isn't even technically doing an impression. It's doing the guy. Like, it's trying to do the guy and trying to, quote, unquote, be the guy. And I know George yeah. Carlin's daughter is looking at uh, suing them. I guess this is done by Will Sasson. I can't remember the other guy's name. But uh, they yeah, also that's... did a Tom Brady one last year. Of Tom, What would happen if Tom Brady did stand up and Tom Brady sued? They pulled it down. Now, George Carlin's daughter says that she's going to reach out to Tom Brady find out what their strategy was because she plans mm. on doing the same thing like she's like she's like sure the topic my dad would have talked about but it's not my dad like you guys are selling this that it's my father and it's not my father it's this ai thing and it's just it's it seems it's it's wrong it's wrong like and, 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 like, and also like it's, it's kind of upsetting to me that will sasso yeah. fronts this okay. because like dude you're, you're a comedian so you're, what you're saying is you're not good enough to write your own stuff and be funny out there. 
You're gonna yeah. AI somebody else and and, and, and well, put that out as something like like to be fair, like, not fuck you. to be fair to well, Will gonna, Sasso, gonna, but he's had a whole AI podcast for a for long, a long time. time. This yeah. this isn't like a new space for him. He it, they basically use Dudzy as their like AI third co-host. Yeah, like, well, that's the thing too is that this wasn't to promote Carlin. This is to promote their brand essentially, which yeah. is even. I'm, I'm, I don't agree with it. I think, I'd I, I'd never heard, so a lot, I had so. never heard about this Dudzy thing until this, and then I was like, well, that's why. It's like they're just exploiting, you know, the sensibilities and likeness of Carlin to promote their brand. And again, yeah, that kind of retroactively makes me disappointed <laughs> in Sasso. <laughs> Daniel Snow, the AI would absolutely follow the rules of the road. Yeah. We'll get into this. I want to get into this whole impression thing. But first, I want to say, like, if in the instance of like James Earl Jones, where he signed papers so that his family will get paid retroactively, yeah, that's different. For Darth Vader, I'm okay with that. If George Carlin had signed rights that, hey, you can use my likeness and AI going forward to do shitty stand up specials and 100%. 100%. You know, I, I'm not going to watch it, but at least George Carlin signed off on it and his kids but are getting paid. The, but yeah, but the difference is there is that that uh, James Earl Jones, in a good, solid mind and spirit, signed away his rights so that his, his family could be taken care of. Yeah. It's completely different when somebody comes in on the back door and goes, Oh, this is an impression. We're not biting this guy's jokes. We're totally biting this guy's mm-hmm. jokes. We're, we're biting his style. We're doing everything and we're doing it so that we can make a buck. So yeah, that's and I correct. feel like George Carlin would hate this. Like I don't know George Carlin well, but I yes. feel like he would absolutely hate this. Oh yeah, this, this is like the antithesis. This is the antithesis of his entire body of work, especially in his later years. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't. Like, I can't use the big word that Mike just used because I don't know what it means. But I'm pretty sure I agree with him. <laughs> oh look at that public. No, it's, oh, it, 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 it's just. It's like I mean, like it's just lazy. It's it just is lazy. And I like this is coming from a fat, lazy nerd. Like, like <laughs> that's lazy. Okay, like yeah, it takes one to know one, and you are knocking it out of the park with the laziness. Like, like I like fuck you, Will Sasso. Like you suck, dude. You it's a little much. Suck. It's a little much. Yeah, and also again, I'm gonna come back to this a lot because this was more and more apparent the more I was reading about it. Is the idea that. You could tout like, oh, this is kind of an homage to Carlin and his comedy and things like that. But the truth of the matter is, this is very much a self-involved, I want to promote my brand. Let's get this dudesy, whatever it's called, out there. Hey, here's something that'll grab all of the media headlines. Whether it paints us in a good or bad light, people will have eyeballs drawn to our product now. It reminded me of that a uh, couple of years ago, that one dude did like a Robin Williams uh like a clip of a Robin Williams film, like mm-hmm. a dramatic, ro- yeah. And I, I thought that was equally as great. It wasn't AI generated, and I'll give him his kudos. He's a very talented impressionist with regards mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. you know, encapsulating Robin Williams' yeah, likeness the and performance. Thing. But it was gross, and the only reason it existed, like, it wasn't an actual project in the works. It was him <laughs> pitching himself for a Robin Williams biopic that doesn't exist. Right. And like, even Robin Williams' daughter was like, "Yeah, that was uncomfortable." <laughs> yeah, when you when you upset Zelda, we have problems. I mean, again, but like, at least that was that guy trying a thing. Like mm-hmm. this is just like, hey, it's I, just 
we let the computer watch seven hours of Carlin, right? And then it shout out this. It's like, just way easier yeah. now because at least it, that took effort. Like he had to stage it and get into performance mode and you know makeup and costuming and things and, like that. And the difference is the guy that did the the, the Robin Williams thing, if I'm not mistaken, actually came back later and said, "Yeah, this was this was in bad taste and took it down." Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that guy. Out. I haven't seen I haven't seen the Robin Williams video, but I'm I'm a fan of his in general. I think, it's, it's, I think too with the Robin Williams video, if the subject matter he had chosen to do as the trailer was different it wouldn't have been so yeah bad. it was like him finding out belushi died and i'm yeah. like jesus yeah. christ yeah let's yeah it was a the, pretty, pretty rough taste um, um it yeah, was only um, what, like two or three years after robin died even oh wow now, if you wanted to do it you know i think i would have been more comfortable had he chosen some of robin williams stand-up Right to do it instead of an emotional moment that was supposed to be an emotional moment in Robin's life, and yes, if he's going to do the biopic, I understand why he wanted to do that. Right, to show that he had range. But, but we're, like Kathleen said, we were still kind of on the heels of of Robin Williams' death by a couple of years, and it was just too close and you know too uncomfortable and yeah. too I much mean, not enough of something. It, I don't know. Too, if he had if he had done the research into into Belushi's death and realized that Robin was with him the night before that Robin blamed himself for, yep. for Belushi's death for a long time. Mm-hmm. There were so many aspects of that that were so wrong. I mean, and aside from that too, it's just at least that took some organic talent here. It's like right. anybody can do, anyone right. can make a George Carlin stand up special in this day and age. It wasn't, it doesn't mean you should. No, it's, it's also the, the one, the main fact is like, he made a, 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 a short thing to show himself off as, you know, like, hey, I can do this. He, and he did not receive money for it. <laughs> he did not intend to receive money for right. it. <laughs> yeah, that was a big thing, too. At least it and, was like. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it, like, the, the, those guys suck. That's awful. The Carlin thing should be removed as quickly as possible. It's it's in bad taste. It's in poor humor. It's not written well. And it's not George Carlin. So, like, I don't understand why it exists. I don't understand what these guys are trying to make money off of it. I, mean, I guess I understand that. But they're fat, lazy assholes, and they suck. You know what's I'm amazing so mad about this whole thing is I'm watching the special, and I'm like, man, fuck. I'd like to hear Robin. Uh, I'd like to hear George Carlin actually talk about this. Like, I would like to hear his take on these, and I don't get to hear that. And now this AI is just reminding me that I don't have George Carlin in my life anymore because I'm watching this less than stellar impression of a man. Sure, they got some of the cadences down. Sure, they got the voice down. The jokes are hollow. They fall flat. It just—it's all in bad taste. And. Yeah, the whole time I'm watching, my girlfriend's next to me. I'm like, five minutes, stop. And then she like looked at me like, why yeah. right at five? And I'm like, because they get monetization. I think at six minutes. Yeah, they'll so get I'm money like, off of it. We're safe. I'm, uh, I'm waiting to see how Will Sass was going to try and back this train up. Well, he did know? it last year uh, with Tom Brady, and he got yeah, back. But it didn't stop him. New. He went more controversial and picked the guy who passed away. It's genuinely soured me on Will Sasso, which sucks because I really liked his lemon vines back in 2013. Yeah, yeah. I thought, like, I, I thought he, like, I've always thought he was a genuinely talent, like, one of the genuine talents to come out of Mad TV. And, and but now I'm just like, man, nope. That Zero. that really soured me on him. Zero. You get nothing from me, Will Sasso. <laughs> I love when FSF fights with themselves in their chat. <laughs> it's it's no different than the voices in our head. We're just <laughs> we're just sharing them with others. Just couldn't be clacking. 
But yeah, it just reminded me. How go, magic fingers, go. Super thumbs. Don't get me wrong. Like, I believe, yeah, AI is going to royally screw us over in the foreseeable future. There are some interesting things that are being done. Like, remember, there was that, um, it was being streamed for a long time that, um, AI bot that was just constantly generating like a Seinfeld episode, but it wasn't like Seinfeld, like, like it was like Roblox people or whatever. And, it, you know, the voices were clearly just like half-assed generated and stuff. And, but they were like approximating like what a Seinfeld episode was. Yeah. Right. And event, and eventually like, like all things AI had eventually turned racist, but um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it, it was, it was a curiosity. It was like a good experiment, but that, I fell for an AI. Ah, there it is. There's the racism. I, um, the internet turning racist? Never. So I was on YouTube like I usually am and it, it recommended an unreleased Tupac song. I didn't say AI in the title. So I'm listening to it, and I'm, I'm getting into it a little bit because it does sound like Tupac. And then suddenly I start hearing Obama references, and I'm like, wait a second. I click on the description Obama of the references. video. What's the realest yeah. shit I ever wrote in 94? <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like, man, like this AI, it, it tricked me. Like I'm a legit fan. I thought I was listening to something new that hadn't been released yet. This this AI thing, man, I, I'm just not a fan. Like, and. The impression uh, argument it doesn't it doesn't work for me because yeah. of course a computer can d duplicate somebody's voice like that's uh -huh. scary going into politics now like if you start thinking of what this will lead to in the political world like people can release you saying anything now and mm -hmm. you don't know if it's real or fake the, only, the deep the, deep the only person the facial who, expressions and everything is really the only person who doesn't have to worry about this is donald trump because he's already said every wild thing that there is yeah. to say so like the ai can't hurt him that, that's that's it. The only one. No, 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 no. He has never said I love everybody. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, they, like, it's gonna be like Donald Trump saying nice things and everything. Yeah, like, that'll I be the outlier. Everybody. Oh my God, it's AI. Oh my God. Here's a clip of him making a reasonable statement. Fact <laughs> check that. Uh, he was in the DuckTales reboot. He did one of the voices, Daniel. But uh, yeah, the Three Stooges, Curly. The last I time I cared about, about anything Will Sasso did was when he had a guest spot on How I Met Your Mother. He played the bartender I... who went crazy. The, oh, the last yeah. time I cared about Will Sasso was five minutes ago when I wanted him to go away forever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there on the the flip side of it, on the non-entertainment side of it, there are some incredible things that they can do with AI that are actually incredibly helpful. But like everything. There's there's the good and the bad and there's the people who are going to use it wrong. But like it's I like, uh, it's like any other technology, it's it right. depends on the person who's buying the keyboard. But like I just found out that the the cancer center near us is using AI technology to compare mammograms because the computer can see things that the human eye can't, and it can look at the different tissues and be like, oh, that's a problem, and flag that as being an issue. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, like I mean, obviously, like yes, use your computers to freaking help people, but like. Mm -hmm. Don't use your computer to rip off someone's material and make money off of it. Like that's just <laughs> well, even use it to save the boobs, not to be a boob. There's a difference. Yes, <laughs> and that's why she's my co-host, ladies and gentlemen. Save <laughs> the boobs, don't be one, Kathleen. I can't wait well, to quote you later. There was something that on a shirt. Save a boob, don't be one. <laughs> it's all it's all cyclical because like a couple or even like early last year, I was reading an article about how one of the front runners of developing like more advanced AI was like, I regret all my work 
than the way it's going. Like, 50 years from now, this is going to be the next Oppenheimer biopic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, instead, of, instead of the bomb going off, it's just this Tupac song. It's Tupac song, <laughs> George Carlin stand-up special. But it's Tupac and George Carlin at the same time. Yeah. Collaborating. Yeah, and a deep fake of Robin Williams. It's going to be horrible. Oh, so, um, that's, that's awesome. So, like when the Beatles used the um, the AI technology to um, clean up some of Lennon's vocals, that's that's how you use it in entertainment. Like, yeah, it's still him. It's just Chris. But again, that had the permission of the people that were behind it, his family and everybody else. So again, I'm okay with that because yeah. it's being used in the proper way. And in I'm, all also, I'm really worried about video games moving forward because of what we're seeing with the AI announcements and how. Video game companies are going to, you know, make AI copies and duplicates yeah. of people's voices. And I, I saw the Indiana Jones trailer. Harris, that Harrison Ford likeness. I'm not too worried. <laughs> but unfortunately, AI is like so many other things, and there are medications even that are beautiful, wonderful things that save people's mm-hmm. lives, and then people OD from them. Like it's the use it responsibly. Be smart about it and it would be okay a boob, don't be one exactly come on human race to, be I sensible deal with the fact that i'm an untalented asshole all the time like i gotta deal with that every day will sasso you, you need to just deal with that and not try to rip off people's stuff like that like it's just you know it's it's just not right it's just not right like that's that's it. Then again, like to use AI to aid aid your you know process in in medicine in whatever like in business. That's totally fine. That's actually what it's for. To to mm-hmm. try to eliminate the human factor so you don't have to pay people. That uh, is not what it's for. Yeah. Like, right. Again, if Carl if Carlin's family had been behind this, if his daughter had been behind this, and you know, it, I may not have liked it, but at least I would have been like. Okay, his family's sure. behind this. They're supporting this. They want to hear. The, she wants to hear her dad tell jokes one more time. I could wrap my head around that. I may not appreciate it or enjoy it, but I could at least wrap my head around it. Mm-hmm. This yeah. just feels to me like a, a complete cash grab and a rip. That's yeah. what it feels like to me. But I mean, yeah, like you're saying, like I, I don't. Jason listened to five minutes of it. He's like, man, these jokes aren't hitting. This is not Carlin. Like you're not going to be able to do the thing that you're even intending to do, and then it's just going to be a, a poor facsimile of, of of that. So there's no point in doing it. Well, well I mean, that's doing it. I mean, if you read, so I just, I'm just spending like ten minutes reading through the comments of that video, and a lot of people liked it. So I don't know. Like I think it depends on your bias towards the medium and towards AI and towards the, like what's your perception of like, is if this is ripping off George or if it's not right. Sure. Cause people did enjoy it. Like I'm going through it and there's a lot of people saying it was a good impression of George Carlin. A like, lot of people I, also okay, lack but, critical thinking. So if you're going to insult everybody that liked it, that seems like it. And then all this poor choice of like, you know what I mean? Like just because you hate a thing so much and I, I'm in the same camp as you. Right. But like, just because you hate it doesn't mean somebody else doesn't love it, which will push that medium forward, right? Like, I just hope there's going to be success yeah. there, whether you like it or not. For that, if there's people that are digging it, uh, I'm not going to hate on you, but I just hope it pushes you to some of George's other stuff, like his actual stuff. His actual stuff, yeah. That's that's what I'm hoping for. But um, let's get to a more positive topic. I got two television Hold shows on. to one, recommend. One, one quick question before we before we move forward, because 
So it was this done like like a hologram because I, I did not watch it. I'm just crapping on this because I hate the idea of it. No, it's uh, random, it was all random, audio, I think. Random digital art associated with it. That and audio. Okay, so not in front of an audience. So the any any laughter you're hearing is canned Laugh, box right? laughter. It's 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 a laugh track. Okay, that's all I need to know. That tells me it's complete crap. Okay, we can move um, along now. Laugh track that was recorded in the 50s and all of those people are dead now. <laughs> but um, so uh, first recommendation, uh, the TED television show, the number one thing streamed on Peacock ever. It's fantastic if you're into the TED series. Like it is so freaking funny. I I, it's a little long. The first episode. It's, I've only watched the first episode. It's a. It feels a little long, but the jokes land. It's funny. Like if you've ever wanted to watch TED without Mark Wahlberg. This is it, guys. This is this is your show. Like it is so funny. And in the in the marketing for Ted, um, Seth MacFarlane also dropped that he is hard at work on Orville season four. Yes. So um, this, you know, the fact that Ted is doing so well will help propel the Orville forward as well. So I'm excited. And then the Bear on Hulu is one of the best shows I've watched. It's incredible. Um, I really love the Bear. Very, very good. Did you watch both seasons, Justin? I sure did. It was really good. I binge watched that thing. I knocked that out in a week. Uh, compliment for an award show uh the first time in a long time i feel like an award show got it right everybody that won at the emmys deserved it uh, i'm glad kieran culkin won like his acceptance speech was funny i hope he does all the acceptance speeches for everybody but um uh, beef the television show won which is a really really good uh limited series on netflix um white lotus won a lot of stuff succession obviously won a lot of stuff and lotus then was bear a good show. Won. everything the bear was nominated for it won i think Real, I really, I, um, I have actually not started watching the bear yet, but I did watch White Lotus. Really, really enjoyed that. It was uh, better than I anticipated it being. Both and seasons. I just started. I didn't realize there was a second season until just recently. Um, I'm not a fan so of I Jennifer Coolidge either, and I liked her in this. Like, I don't like I her at all. I think she's obnoxious. She plays the same, she's obnoxious and plays the same character in every movie. But um, in this is fantastic. But, it works in this. Yeah, her, her it, yeah, exactly. I agree, Jay. I agree. I'm playing with Jason and Max tonight. I need to drink heavier. <laughs> <laughs> so our, we are doing our top five Cheers. things that we watched last year. You guys can interpret this however you wanted to. Um, I'm surprised I only got one movie on this list, and it is my number five. So I'll go ahead and knock, kick us out. And this, this surprised me. This is the only movie on my it's list. Right. I think it's because it's the only movie I watched more than once. Well, I watched Scream more than once, but I didn't put it on here. But Dungeons and Dragons is my favorite oh, movie of the year, number five. I Jonathan. loved it. Okay, now I have a, a particular hatred for for like the Dungeons and Dragons movies that has nothing to do with the actual movie. Uh, it has to do with Hasbro, uh, who I can't stand and who is actively ruining Wizards of the Coast. Um, There's but uh, like, I, I didn't want to like this movie. I really wanted this movie to fail. I did not want to like it, but it is, it is very good. <laughs> and I enjoyed it a lot, which made me mad, but then the movie failed anyway. So I felt fine. <laughs> I think it's on my list, man. One, I was shocked that I liked it so much. I, I've watched yeah. it, I think maybe three times. And I, I, I've gone back to it a few times and it's, it's fantastic. I hope it gets a sequel. I mean, I hate the fact, again, I'm not a fan of what Hasbro is doing either. But they made a good movie, and I want to see another one. Like that. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I think I, I, the coast, but I'm, I'm, I'm down for that movie. Uh, how many oh, times oh, oh. is Cocaine Bear on your list? Is it all five? Cocaine, cocaine Bear is on my list one time. It's, it's not what I'm going to talk about right now. Uh, my number five goes to Barbie. I, I that, there was a movie that I, I did not think I was going to enjoy. I didn't know what it was walking into it, and I'm so happy that I did. Like it's, it's, it was a solid flick. I liked everyone's performance. Um. I am Knuff, and and that's that's it. Barbie is my number five. That's awesome. Nice. I actually really liked that movie too. I need to see it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that, and I haven't seen Mutant Mayhem. I haven't seen Oppenheimer. Like, please. Mutant Mayhem is good too. Uh, Justin, what's your five? Number five. I really enjoyed uh, on Prime Reacher. I watched a ton of Reacher this past year. I love good. Oh my god! I just finished it. I, I was surprised that I need to watch from, it. I haven't started it yet. It's so uh, good. Oh yeah, I, I really liked it. The guy from Blue Mountain State is playing Reacher, and I just I always see Thad Castle every time I see him. Still, which is I'm Thad. <laughs> I need to watch that show. I saw a clip of it the other day, and so I was fun, laughing man. so hard. I, I need yeah, to check it so out. But, yeah, this, I, I I like him in that role. Uh, like I saw the Tom Cruise movie before I watched the show. Like back to back, and I'm like, yeah, this is different. This is very, very, very uh, different than I, that I, movie. I, 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 yeah, uh, sucks. I've heard, yeah, <laughs> I've heard the the show is right. way more accurate to the Lee Child stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I think so too. I think so. I mean, at least Arrow his body man. type is Jack Reacher. It's not Tom Cruise, where Tom Cruise is a small man. This dude's massive. He is oh, a big dude. Human. Well, the the dude that plays him, uh, Alan Rickton, he's also in uh, the the TV show Titans. On, on the, yeah, he plays. I think it was the Owl. As he plays, but yeah, uh, Hawk, I think. Oh, okay. Hawk, thank you, yeah. Hawk. And that dude, that is one mammoth, massive dude. Mm-hmm. He was a uh, Smallville's Aquaman, and That's also, awesome. speaking of yep. Ninja Turtles, he played yep. Raphael in the Michael Bay produced oh. Ninja Turtles. Nice. <laughs> <So. laughs> the only good Ninja Turtle in those movies. So. <laughs> there is a huge push for him to play Bruce Wayne online. I think James Gunn has had to address it, like. Guys, I, I will cast the movies. Like, calm down. But yeah, there's people that want him to play Bruce Wayne in the James Gunn universe. Oh wow! I think he's too big for Bruce Wayne, right? Like, Bruce Wayne's not supposed to be like. No, no, he's exactly the size of Bruce Wayne. Yeah, Bruce yeah, Wayne's supposed to be. A that's bridge. how he's supposed to look. Yeah, he is. He is a bridge. We just, we've gotten short Bruce Waynes for so long. <laughs> yeah, like no, dude, there's no movie Bruce Wayne that has accurately depicted the Bruce Wayne of the comic books. I'd say I'd say Ben Affleck CrossFit bro got there. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, Ben Affleck could, yeah, you know, yeah. Affleck did pretty Affleck. good. All right, Tim, what's your five? Tim's uh, actually, five is Star Wars, right? Um, well, originally it was going to be all Star Wars, but I decided it shouldn't be. Um, <laughs> wow. Look at you. Actually, bro. my five was also the D&D movie. Was also what? My my five was also the D and D movie. I absolutely loved that movie. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I went into it with very low expectations, and um, I I am glad to say it jumped that hurdle within about the first thirty seconds, and it just carried on. The humor in that movie is so on point, um, and. It has just enough action with just enough humor, and it's, it's just a really well told story. Long. No, and I, you know it's one of those things where you get done with it because it's not such a long movie. You get it finishes at just the right point where you want more. Mm-hmm. 
it, it, it makes you look forward to a possibility of a sequel, not where you get done with the movie and you're like, man, I hope they don't do another one of these. This was too much. Like a session of D&D should. You right. should be looking forward to the next one. No, not being no. super worn if, if it was true to a session of D&D, you'd be like, oh my god. You got out of it. He's like, I cannot believe that was six hours. Yeah. <laughs> I believe my eyes is eight hours. <laughs> well, yes, it's eight hours for us. Every, every session of D&D I've ever played at the end of it, I'm just like, I'm never playing this game again. <laughs> eight hours later. What did I roll? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my nice. God. One millennia later. You rolled one clown. Ha, ha, ha. That's the worst. You have an, an a whole group, and it's an hour of waiting for your turn, then to roll to critically fail, and just be like, well, there goes another hour. I'll see you, see you in thirty minutes. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go watch a sitcom, and I'll be back. Yeah. Heard the All right, Mike, number five. Catch up on the bear. Uh, my number five. It was the third. Again, these are no ranking in particular, but the third season of Star Trek Picard. I genuinely I... like the season. As someone who really was let down by the first season and didn't even watch the second season, I like the third season. <laughs> I like so, the first season. I was told so many awful things about the second season that I haven't watched. So yeah. can I skip season two and pick up in three and be fine? You could you could skip all the next gen movie and just go from the last episode of All Good Things uh, into this, probably. I appreciate your stick to to not like two seasons and be like, well, we're going to give this third one a try. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, question from the class, how do you skip season two and be like, yeah, season three is the one for me. Because <laughs> this one, I, I don't know, I've, I had a feeling halfway through the first season, I'm like, eh, something's just not working for me with this. And then I kind of checked out at the very end of the first season, and I'm kind of like, uh, okay. And then I heard about the second season. I'm like, nah, it doesn't it's not gonna pull me back in. But getting the original cast back to actually like be actually involved and not just like, hey, Jordy's here for five minutes. Right. And then he's gone. Like they're actually involved in the story. They actually get to complete character arcs from not just the movies, but from the TV shows. It actually felt like a good conclusion to this strand of Star Trek. So yeah, I've heard nothing but great things about season three. I need to check it out. Kathleen, what you got at number five? Number five is actually Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, I loved it. Which is <laughs> I did too. But, I mean, it's not in my top 20, but I, I enjoyed no, it. No, it was, it was surprisingly refreshing, which is stupid. But because it wasn't just a straight-in-your-face horror slasher, it was like, I don't know. I enjoyed, I enjoyed not being, like... This is gonna be the scariest thing ever. No, it was. I mean, like, yeah, I, I knew, I could, like, I my 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 kids like Five Nights at Freddy's, so my wife was like, okay, we're all gonna watch Five Nights at Freddy's. I'd heard a couple of my coworkers talking about it, and they were on either end of the spectrum for that movie. One of them was a big fan and was like, all right, it was Five Nights at Freddy's. I had a lot of good, had a good time. Mm-hmm. The other one was not a Five Nights at Freddy's fan and, and was just like, this was the, the dumbest thing I've ever watched. Um, so so yeah, I went into it with that in my head. Um, yeah, it wasn't like criminally offensive, but like I wouldn't necessarily call it good. Um, I, I liked Matthew Lillard in it, but like... It's, yeah, I really like... <laughs> I don't know. I think it was the fact that it was the I liked the the sort of PG thirteen spin on a horror movie with the we're gonna we're gonna make it a horror movie but not make it super gory and stupid. But and only like, the bad people die. 
right. it had fun cameos in it too, like YouTuber Matt Pat who does yeah, a lot of Matt Pat, was stuff. Cool. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And yeah, I think I, too, because I watched it right before I took my daughter to Chuck E. Cheese, it made it that much funnier for me. Is, okay, is so. Matt Pat the one that always has this face? Yeah, game yeah. theory. Or it's okay. Like, oh, it's that guy. Not just a theory. It's a, a theory. Oh man. He just retired. <laughs> he did, and happy retirement to him. He yeah. isn't he like younger than us? Happy, happy no, he's he, well, he's younger than some of us, but uh, he's almost forty. Man, retiring to to go and spend time with his wife and kids. Mm-hmm. Nice. It, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's is everything that I like about Blumhouse, and this is gonna sound like an insult, but I don't mean it as it. But Blumhouse can take like a middle of the road movie and make it fun. Like I had you fun right in the middle life. of that road. <laughs> and plus to add to that, like Blumhouse will try anything. And that's one of the reasons I like them as a studio. Like they'll make one of the most absurd sounding movies and it will either work or it won't, but they'll try it. And you know, Five Nights at Freddy's, I have no affiliation with the game. I hadn't seen Willie's Wonderland. I have a feeling if I'd seen Willie's Wonderland. My thoughts on this might be a little different because I've heard Willie's Wonderland is incredible. But uh, mm-hmm. now I dug it too, Kathleen. I really, really did. My number four is Succession. I I like this show. It's a dramatic version of Arrested Development, like in all intents and purposes. It's about a messed up family trying to inherit their fam- their father's business. And um, I was just this, – this show is a master class in acting. Like everybody in this show just – gave performances of a lifetime like if it wasn't kieran culkin it could have been any of that cast i think there was a category where it was literally four people from succession and two people from white lotus like that was the entire category and kieran culkin still won usually when shows go up against four other people they split the vote so i mean that just says something but succession is so good it's 50 episodes like for the whole series i think or maybe 40 and it's just it's a good it's a good show if you want to watch just acting then that's that's it that's why i want to watch the flower movie with uh de niro and dicaprio i don't even care if the movie's good or not i just want to see those two act because i've seen the killers of the flower moon i've heard it's really good acting your ass off yeah so i always just want to clarify like the flower oh killers of the flower moon okay yeah Yeah, it's a good it's a good movie heavy 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 material but a good movie Robert yeah, Camero, I saw a trailer for that, and I'm like, man, Leonardo those two. DiCaprio in the garden, just sniffing flowers. The flower movie. <laughs> Lily, Lily Gladstone is like phenomenal in that film too. The TV so. show, just them sniffing flowers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a good smelling rose. Yeah, yeah. Succession. I, I should so check out Fat Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> that Daisy killed him. Number four, Cocaine Bear. Number, number, no, stop it, okay? Bro, <laughs> Eventually you're going to be right. It's number one, just, okay? <laughs> all right, all right, fine, fuck it. Number four, Cocaine Bear. I love Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> all right, like, if y'all are just going to just fucking shit all over my list. <laughs> fucking Cocaine Bear was awesome. Best movie of the fucking year. You insulted his notebook. No, oh, dude, God. it would have been in my top five. I only left it off because you I knew you were gonna put it on. That movie's I, I, fantastic. What was your number four? The man? most entertaining thing to come out this year with or come out last year was cocaine bear. Max, like, it's all just training for the AI that's gonna replace you. Yeah. He's a very very aggressive AI Max. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. See, like this thank you, Jason, for fucking up the AI because yeah, the AI would have put cocaine bear at number one, and now it's number four. Cocaine bear. Go see it. And look, look, if you are down for a movie called Cocaine Bear, absolutely go watch Cocaine Bear. It is everything you want from a film called Cocaine Bear. If you're Dude, not down I, for a movie Cocaine Bear, just let it alone. 
I watched Crush Your Luck, and um, the, the the host of the show is the director of Cocaine Bear, and one of the contestants brought her a uh, tray of cookies of little bears with cocaine on their nose, like on network television. <laughs> fantastic. And, dude, this that movie is so much cocaine. Like, if so you think this cocaine. movie is not going to go there, okay. it goes there. In every shape of sense of the word, go there. Like, if you think, hey, there's no way they're going to let these two kids do this, and they let those two kids do it. Oh, like, yeah. this really like, is uh, all in. I think there's only, like, three characters in the movies who don't do cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> in that movie. Oh, and especially since it's like... Yeah, it's, it's not even not the kids. Yeah, it's not the kids. <laughs> it's not who you think it's not going to be. <laughs> it, ta- it takes the phrase based on a true story to a whole new level because the actual true story is just depressing. Yeah, yeah. yeah the true story is boring. Like, it's boring and depressing. The bear dies. Yeah, the bear <laughs> Too dies. much cocaine. Surprise. <laughs> The bear does like, and it does, the bear doesn't even do a whole lot of cocaine, like for a bear, like the cocaine bear. That bear, bear. Doesn't, does enough cocaine. For what is a, a bear. what is a lot of cocaine for a bear? I was gonna say, like, oh, question from the know, class: yeah. What's the bear amount of cocaine? The amount of cocaine, a lot of cocaine for a bear, is just watch Cocaine Bear. That 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 much. <laughs> yeah, the whole universe of cocaine. Bare necessities, the simple bare it's necessities. The bare necessity is cocaine. And, and they get it. <laughs> <laughs> and they get it. The Jungle Book would be a very different movie if it had what if, <laughs> what if this is the Rise of the Planet of the Apes style prequel to how we get Tailspin? Bears do enough oh, cocaine no. that they can fly planes. Yeah, I'm down. Let's go. Let's go. I would watch the crap out of that. <laughs> oh my goodness! They're trying to get go. to the arc. Come on, Shere Disney. Shere Khan agrees. Yes, yes. Come on, Disney. We're throwing you gold. When this tailspin hit the public domain, <laughs> not just enough. Just blue. Blue doing rails off of that sea duck plane. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yes. Chasing oh, yeah. clouds or whatever that one kid's uh, name was. What's, what's the, the, the pilot duck? What, what was his name? Launchpad. Launch, yeah, Launchpad. McQuack. Just blue and Launchpad doing rails off the map. Yes. They're attacking Dora the Explorer that's like in the jungle. <laughs> like, taking out picture. children TV shows. All I can picture now is Baloo sitting over there going, so where are we going, Launchpad? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he'd say little, was it little, he said a little britches, right? Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. little britches. <laughs> <laughs> I've been up for three weeks. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. crap, that was the cargo. <laughs> Dustin. Someone, please, I am begging, please make this show. I will watch every single episode three times at minimum. Okay, this might be worth feeding it to the computer to make it happen. Oh. <laughs> Okay, AI can finally do some good. It can give me something I want. Make this happen. It'll be a fun uh, script. Um, my number oh. four. This is hard to place for me, so I wouldn't really. This could be three, two, or maybe even one. But The Last of Us TV show, so good. I loved that. Oh TV yeah, show. I forgot. I'm gonna that save my that. thoughts. That was this year. Wow. Yeah, it was in January. It was. I had to like do some research to when it when it popped out. But yeah, it was January. Yeah, but, I got, yeah. I got Last of Us. Movie. If you have not seen it, please take some time. Go watch it. A lot of fun. I had to double check when Last of Us was too for making my list. <laughs> Hello, George. <laughs> Hi, George. George. All right. <laughs> hey, let you. For, for me, for my yeah. number four, for something that you all hate, Indiana Jones. I, 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 I 
Yeah, I, I love the Dial of Destiny. I thought I, I haven't watched it, so I can't hate it yet. All five is interesting. Um, okay, so all fairness out there, I'm a massive, massive Harrison Ford fan. I love Indiana Jones. He's one of my all-time favorite characters. I love the fact that it's the conclusion to the story. I love the fact that it's it just kind of, it kind of buttons a few things up, and I just really really enjoyed that movie and for me anytime i get to sit okay except for the like the last 10 minutes of the kingdom of the crystal skull that was an abomination um the, the kingdom of the crystal the kingdom of the crystal skull what's that yeah yeah I, I i see what you're doing there max shut up anyway uh <laughs> pretend that one doesn't exist <laughs> anyway, exactly the last 10 minutes of the movie doesn't exist i, I actually enjoyed the rest of it uh but I really enjoyed this movie. Anytime I get a chance to sit down and watch Indiana Jones, whatever it is, it's kind of like old home week to me. It just, it's got that, that, that good feeling right here in my chest. It just makes me comfortable. And it's, it's, you know, it's all, it's not quite star Wars, but it's like right up there. That's just because so, you like Harrison hottie pants. That is also not the point. You know, Tim, uh, besides a few critics, I have not heard anybody in real life say that they did not like dial of destiny. Like everybody I've talked to has, really enjoyed it or enjoyed it at the very least they enjoyed it you have to go you have to go into it knowing that there's going to be some uh de-aging you have to know going to it knowing that harrison ford is in his 80s and he's not doing all the crazy stuff that he did back you know 40 years ago when the other right. movies came out and you have to know that it's that they're trying to wrap up the story and give it a better conclusion because um they darn near crapped on the franchise with the end of crystal skull and they really pissed off the, the fandom and and all those things and so you have to kind of go into it knowing that and if you go into it with that mindset that they're correcting a few things but it's still not going to be perfect because it's never going to be exactly what you want it to be yeah it can be a, it can be a really fun movie now, and it's Tim, really enjoyable i have a question for you yeah. aside from the video game which you know they announced a couple of days ago which actually looks kind of good despite what I was saying earlier about the graphics, like, do you think they should just leave Indiana Jones well enough alone at this point? Yes. Yeah. This movie now needs to be the concluding point. There shouldn't be any more video games. There shouldn't be comic books. There shouldn't be anything else moving forward. This movie was supposed to be like the cap on the end of it. And to, to have a video game come out to me kind of undoes that. Unless of course they can get Shia LaBeouf in it and then. <laughs> no, they, kick they her out. Kick that. her out now. Kick her out now. Now, 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 now. Um, well, you gotta do it like Shia LaBeouf. No, 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 no. <laughs> George, uh, actually, Dead Reckoning almost made my list because it's my favorite Mission Impossible movie since the first one. I thought Dead Reckoning was awesome, but um. George George just doesn't like the Mission Impossible movies. Like I get it. But I like the act. I, I have the Mission Impossible movies. I like the action and the stunt work. I can't tell you a thing about any of the plots of those movies because I they don't have remember. Plots? Yeah, I was like, I don't remember anything having to do with the plots I, of those dude, movies. Like, Mission I, Impossible I, movie is just how did Tom Cruise almost die? This yeah, time? yeah. I look I for that now. When I, I would watch Mission the Impossible, top like. Uh, the Fallout and uh, Rogue Nation, all those. I always had my phone in my hand playing games. With Dead Reckoning, I put my phone down and actually watched the movie. I had a lot of fun with that. Here, and they here's, just how I, I would watch, here's how I would watch Dead Reckoning. With a knife like this. And then... <laughs> <laughs> it's by the right, Reckoning. 
Yeah, I would be dead from the reckoning, yes. <laughs> well, you wouldn't Mike. have to do that. Tom Cruise would leap out of the screen and be like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm crazy. Go to the movies, everybody. Scientology, oh, damn you. John, I'm like, wow. John, wow. that is just that is just Tom Cruise. I'm not sure that's an agreeable statement. There is no plot and character. I, I like the Fast and Furious movies. I have fun when I watch them. There's family, nothing, no development in those movies <laughs> at all. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's saying. Everyone ends up being related to Vin Diesel. All the bad guys end up being related to Vin yeah, Diesel. Have you seen my second cousin? Yeah, my, I've been drinking all night, and I haven't said anything crazy like that. Come on, John. <laughs> Wildly offensive, but I'm here for it. My, I guess my number four. I'm gonna pair up some stuff here because I couldn't pick or choose one in particular. Uh, let's hear it for unique visuals in animated movies again, like Mutant Mayhem and Across the Spider Verse. Really great, creative, artistic choices while having really well-told stories and character okay, work. Good. This this frees up some of my uh, for some of my list. Uh, yeah, Mutant Mayhem and Across the Spider Verse. Across the Spider Verse is the greatest sequel ever made. As far that's as my, that's my number two, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, that was my number two as well. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, yeah, it's it's so good. I I freaking love that movie. I yeah, like I resonate so hard with the Miles Morales character that I'm just like, it, it it I didn't even know that that he had taken this place in my heart. Yeah. And across the Spider Verse, let me know. I mean, like, I loved Into the Spider Verse. I mean, I, I would sing the praises of that that movie until, like, you know, until fucking Armageddon. Across yeah. is so good. Yeah. Agreed. And it took oh, me back to, like, remember those shot? Remember uh, Spider Man, the 90s cartoon, where, like, sure. you have, like, team ups of Spider Man? Like, it brought me back to that. Mm -hmm. And, like, that, yeah. being nostalgic about that made me feel you, really you, had, you had, like, uh, what's his name? Josh Keaton was there voicing spectacular Spider Man from, like, the 2008. Or whatever yeah. series you had Just like well references thought. to others um yeah e i loved how each world had its own unique visual aesthetic like tie-ins yeah yeah tie-ins and the callbacks to all these other things and and like you were saying all these different worlds being brought in it's just so and good and so good and, and uh the mutant, <laughs> on the mutant mayhem side of things i just love that they got actual kids to play the turtles and yep. the actual aesthetic of it being like just ugly new york graffiti like I, I love yeah. that look. Like and, right, so here, it, was, it was such a refreshing take on Ninja Turtles. Like I, I I really did enjoy all the things that were wildly different from any Ninja Turtles you've ever seen. Um yeah, like uh, uh mm -hmm. Mayhem was was a lot of fun. I was not expecting it to be as good as it was. I didn't really like the art going into it, so I had a chip on my shoulder going into it and then one right me there. over. Right there. That was Dang it, Max, we're agreeing on a lot of stuff. I'm very <laughs> uncomfortable with it. Yeah, I mean, agreeing on that, things. Look, look, Tim, I think that just means that you become sensible when you drink heavily. That's <laughs> that's all that means. Crush Spider-Man was only left off my list because I knew somebody here would have it. That movie is mm. incredible. Best sequel of all time. I, I don't want to make that declaration. I have to look, but it's definitely in that conversation. It, it was incredible. It did what Empire Strikes Back. Does. Empire Strikes Back. Characters it's better than Empire before. Strikes Back. The bottom line of my this, whole thing this is, is where we fight. <laughs> the we bottom line is just pay your animators better and don't treat them like shit. Right. So I can't. You know, I them. okay. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That one made made my. It didn't make my top five. It's an honorable mention for me. But I went into it very much not having like high expectations because 
I didn't like the art. And the first couple minutes of watching it, I was like, I'm going to hate this. This is this sucks. This is awful. I'm like, but I'm going to knuckle down. I'm going to watch this movie because it was getting such good reviews. I'm like, there has to be something I'm missing. There has to be something I'm not seeing or hearing. And after a couple minutes, I was like, okay, all right. Because then I got, they kind of suck in with the story. And then they, they, they have great character development in TMNT. Mutant Mayhem is a great story. Yep. And, and then the, the animation is almost secondary. You don't care about the animation anymore. And then it kind of comes back around and then you're like, Oh, I like what they did with the juxtaposition of the color it's and the black so and white. Good. And then, and then, you know, it's so good. <laughs> and I just want to point out that I can use big words too, Mike. I use juxtaposition. Um, <laughs> Brava. Kathleen, what's your number four? Louie. Louie? I watched so much Bluey that it had to be on Bluey the list. Bluey rocks. <laughs> Have you got, seen I, the, I would uh, prefer the blue we talked about earlier, but sweet. I'm glad. Have you, <laughs> Kathleen, have you seen the uh, Bluey episode, Disney Will Not Air, because it's about pregnancy? Yes. Yeah. It's kind of a great episode, right? It is. So what now? Is. Bluey what got knocked up? No, I mean, it's like the whole thing about Bluey. I hope not. I just know it's because I have someone in my life who has a kid, and they watch Bluey all the time. Um, but, like, it's about... Um, Hold on, Googling. All the... It's a family of dogs, and the kids are always like playing pretend, and the parents are always along for like their shenanigans. Like it's very low stakes. Wrote, I know but, a guy who wrote an article about why you should watch Blue even if you don't yeah. have kids. But there was article. a pregnancy right. episode yeah. where the dad had to be like pretending he was pregnant and going through like. I appreciate yourself. Promoting. All the different, uh, all the different <laughs> uh, aspects yeah. of pregnancy. I picked up on that, huh? <laughs> Yeah, there's a few things that the Disney has to change because they're it's not appropriate for the U.S., which I think is hilarious. Yeah, sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, uh, maybe. Interesting. So my number better. three is Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's a fantastic show from start oh, to finish. Really good, exploring the um, the life of a stand-up comedy in the late '50s, early '60s, all the way up to you know later in her life. And you know, I didn't know that it was loosely based on Joan Rivers until I, I started the final season and it like makes even more sense to a lot of things that happen and it is if you like stand-up comedy if you like good television if you like just good acting the mark rachel brosnahan is is it's she's fantastic at the comedy stuff it just mm -hmm. it's a very good show everybody go check it out i highly recommend it sticks the landing too which you know is something you can say for you can't say for a lot of tv shows yeah what show jay Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon. Oh, that's yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a great show. Yeah, my, 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 uh, my wife and I watched that. That's that's a lot of fun. Yeah, Max, what's your three? Uh, my three is gonna go to Creed. I watched that recently, actually. Um, oh, my it was three too. Oh, all right, hey, the open. Um, uh, what's okay? What's uh, what's Kang's name? The actor. Oh man, Jonathan Majors. Redacted. <laughs> hey, no, no. I mean, like, look. It turns out the asshole is good at playing an asshole. Like, like he does have a real good job. Like, who the fuck? Right? Like, he wasn't even acting. <laughs> surprise! 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 Um, no, I, I like this movie so much better than Creed Two. I was, I, I was shocked. Um, people kept telling me that it was good, and I was like, ah, Creed Two was kind of bullshit. Like, I don't know, but uh, yeah. So Creed Three uh, really brought me back. Uh, I and Michael B. Jordan can wear a suit. I mean, I'm looking yeah. at this dude. I'm like, dang, 
that dude looks good in a friggin' suit. Like, I, I, I for that alone, they could have just walked Michael B. Jordan around in a suit and, and that would have been it. But, like, there's actually good acting in that movie. And, uh, I, I like, as, as, a, as an end to the Creed, like, series or whatever, it's awesome. I really hope they don't take it farther than this. It's um, not the end. Definitely not the end. Oh, it should be. If, if it, Rocky it, has taught you anything, yeah, and, well, yeah, but like you know, Rocky got worse. You know, as the, like the, the movies got worse as they went along. Like this until about Boa. Really, yeah, right, right, when, right. when they kicked it back up, it got better. But I agree with you after progression like Rocky, of the original yeah, series. Yeah, like I mean, and Rocky Four is my favorite. It's not. It's not a good movie. It's just my favorite movie. Rocky Four um, is not garbage, but it's still a fun movie. That's why yeah, I like yeah. Creed Two because it was a sequel to Rocky Four, so it was like as good as a sequel to Rocky Four could yeah, be. Yeah, I, I, I guess but, there's that. Dude, when yeah, I left but, Creed Three, it's the same thing I said about Succession. Like that movie is another masterclass in acting. Like Jonathan yeah. Majors and Michael B. Jordan just act the shit out of those roles. You don't miss Sylvester Stallone. No. You know, the, um, I'm glad he wasn't in it. I'm glad he wasn't alert, in it because he would have distracted I, from it. I like how they used Drago's son as kind of the Apollo from the original Rocky series. Like, I dug that. Like, I, I really liked Ro- Creed 3 is second, maybe third best Rocky franchise movie of all time. Like, I really third, liked Creed 3. Third so, best. Maybe not end it, but Maybe like what they did with Rocky, let it go away for a while and then come back, revitalize yeah. with some stuff. Yeah, I, I really like. I, I'm gonna like borrow, you know, what Tim said about Indiana Jones. Just like, just just cap it here, and it, it'll be perfect. And and just let it end. Let it end. I I, I mean, I, I I love Michael B. Jordan, um, but you know, like like let let's let this go. Like you've told a good story. And you, we really don't need anything else. And I mean, like, if, if Creed is is a you know is a, a, a supporting character in something else, like maybe that. But like, I, I don't need it. Like, like this was just so good that oh, I Max. really think you should make it the period. Oh, well, Max. to be fair, it's a brand. It's not going away. Like, go ahead, Jason. You didn't think you needed this either, and you liked it. They've already announced Creed 4. It's coming. Michael B. Jordan is writing and directing again like he did 3. And, man, his directing in Creed 3, I think that was his directorial yeah, debut. It, it like, was great. It was fantastic. great. Yeah. And I, I would leave this alone, you know, again. But I, I like things to end. I, I don't mind if they don't carry on into, into perpetuity. Like, it, it, this would be the perfect stopping point. And, it's I mean, okay like, for certain things to end and, and enjoy it for what it is. Yes. Yes, I, will I can say just this. watch. I can just watch Creed again, like if I want to see good Creed. Like I, I like you don't need to to, to like and, 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 and like. Hey, I could be wrong too. Creed Four can be one of the greatest films, you know, Creed films out of, out there. But like, I just don't see where it gets better than this. And I would just let it be. Yeah, if they I have a good story, tell a good story. But if you don't. Just, yeah, yeah, I right. agree. But leave Rocky's done. Like, let Rocky be. The, Cre- oh, absolutely. Creed in Rocky's story perfectly. Just leave Rocky where he is because you know he reunites with his son at the end of Creed Two. Perfect wrap up. I'm honestly when I when, now when Creed Three was announced and said Stallone wasn't coming back, I'm like that's bullshit. But after watching Creed Three, I'm like you don't need Stallone. Like no. it still feels like a Rocky movie. It still feels like it's in that universe. Like. It yeah. feels oh, no. got he, Rocky would have been a distraction. He would have been a distraction in that. Movie. Yeah, it would have taken away from the story because you did. They'd have to ham fist some storyline with him in there. Yeah, yeah, sure. so good, so surprisingly good. Uh, Justin, what about you? Uh, my number three. No, my number three was Creed as well. So you can go to. 
Tim? Max, so my number three is a documentary, actually. Um, and uh, it's a documentary called Disturbance in the Force. We interviewed Kyle Newman on the FSF podcast. And he he and a bunch of other people got together to make a, a documentary about the holiday special, the Star Wars holiday special. And it's actually really, it's the documentary is actually really, really very good. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't like try to make the, the, the holiday special out to be something that it's not. It doesn't try to make it seem like it's the greatest movie and you're all sleeping on this. You should have watched it. And, and they know they call it out for it, for being as bad as it was, but they also talk to people behind the scenes. And then you get to talk to people uh, who watched it on TV. And you got to keep in mind, this was only the second thing ever Star Wars ever made. So like, you know, there was a new hope and that time was just called Star Wars, but there was a new hope. And then there was the Star Wars holiday special. So people got to watch Star Wars in their home and they were excited about that. Like, you know, you, you see guys like Kevin Until Smith. Talking about it. It. <laughs> well, yeah. No, but even Kevin Smith is like, he's, you know, he talks about how, you know, yeah, it wasn't good, but I was watching Star Wars in my home, you know, and there's just, there's a lot of interesting background story and things that happened. And you kind of find out what, how much uh, George Lucas was involved in the Star Wars holiday special, which for those playing the home game, it's zero. Uh, and it's it's actually just really, really well done. Um, I very much enjoyed that documentary. And it just, it kind of kind of peels back some of the layers on the holiday special. And again, it doesn't encourage you to go watch it with the aspect of, of golly, this is a good movie and well worth your time. And you won't regret having wasted uh, this hour and a half to two hours of your life because you will you will regret it when you're done but there's there's something else attached to it at the end and it's just it's a really interesting look into a very odd time in the star wars universe now, when you started i thought you were saying that your podcast was the documentary <laughs> like we oh, no, no, this no, no. star wars guy <laughs> no, 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 documentary no, no. of 2023 <laughs> yeah watching max's reaction with that i really enjoyed because i was like oh. <laughs> no 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 we had oh, kyle newman on our show full disclosure yes. <laughs> who happened to be one of the producers of that documentary. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's good. Like, I was definitely wrong. Uh, I just thought, I was like, all right, hey, it was plug like rocket. Like, let's, let's go. <laughs> no, no, I just, it was just, it was so, honestly, I thought it was really, really good. And I very much enjoyed it. And if you, uh, just watch the Right, it's still good. The first well, one, the original, I like yeah, the, the original. Oh, the, I like the first, like the first three movies of Fast and Furious. Um, <laughs> the three uh, I don't like, <laughs> and then I went downhill from there because they didn't say family every five seconds in the episode. No. And then you have me, um, that if, if I'm watching a Vin Diesel movie, it's going to be The Pacifier. Ah. The Pacifier is fun. I like the I'd rather play in traffic than watch The Pacifier. <laughs> All right, uh, wow, Mike, what's your Three. My three would be the whole Barbenheimer experience. Because, yeah, uh, like Max said, Barbie was a very well-made, funny, heartfelt movie with great production value and great performances from Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling and everyone else. And then Oppenheimer is just like a visual feast. You won't feel good at the end of it, but you'll be like, that's a really well-put-together movie and really well-acted. I, uh, I don't feel good about it. Oh. I, and I'm I'm sorry because I don't know the actor's actual name. Shang Chi as Asian Ken was is just the best. He's the best Ken. 
Hands down. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, Shooty, yeah. Shooty is, Shooty was really good too. Who? Who? Shooty, the, the newest doctor. He was. He was uh, one of the Kens. Uh, Shooty Gawa. Yeah, Shooty Gawa. Michael Sarah is Alan. Trumps all of them. So. Uh, yeah, Michael uh, Sarah's Alan is, is good. Yeah, he's um, really good. But no, nah, I, I I was like. Oh shit! It's Shang Chi, and then like he was good. Like he had. I watched that movie. He was looking good. I dug it. They did both movies provided me with two laugh out loud moments, which is weird for Oppenheimer, but I'll explain. The first thing, (laughs) the first nuclear bombs are funny. The first thing in the first thing in Barbie. Well, I mean, I found Barbie just generally consistently really clever and funny, but the one where I just where I just lost it was like when uh, what's her name shows up um, from Cheers. She plays. She plays the founder. Uh, she, she plays her, Barbie's creator. Yeah. Um, Christy Alley? No, not Christy no. Alley. Lily Tom. Oh, Rhea, Rhea, Rhea Perlman. Yeah. Okay. Rhea Perlman. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Rhea. I love you. But like, like she I shows up. Christy Alley was in that movie. I was like. She shows up at the end. She shows up at the end of Barbie as Barbie's like creator and stuff. And everyone's like, ooh, ah. And then Will Ferrell's character is like, her ghost haunts an office on the 17th floor. And I'm like, oh my God, that's dark. <laughs> that this- between that and her tax evasion joke. Yep. I was like, Ooh. Mattel, you full transparency here, Mattel. Good for you. Well, that's a different movie. Are we promising that? Because yeah, I, I would also watch that. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. And then on the biopic side of it, yeah, with Oppenheimer, I just found it hilarious that, I guess this was true, Albert Einstein would just show up on people's front lawns and in... Princeton and <laughs> like he just shows up out of nowhere like a car pulls away and there's Albert Einstein ready to talk to Oppenheimer about like just they're going to hate you gray hair yeah <laughs> just away. but apparently that's something he did when he was on campus he would just like walk the campus at night <laughs> so that is like, how long have you been standing there <laughs> just made me chuckle I, I love seeing Robert Downey Jr. getting all this love right now for his acting I think he is deservant of all the awards he's getting right now. Deserving. Uh, deserving, yeah. Uh, Kathleen, what is your number three? Uh, so it was a close tie for my number three, but the, the ultimate winner... I, I killed Mike, I'm sorry. <laughs> the ultimate winner was season seven of Outlander. Outlander? Yeah, I've never watched that show. I adore that show. And there are so many things because with the pandemic and things being delayed. And so then we got longer episodes and longer season, even though they split the season in parts, which is annoying, but just because of where they are in the storyline, it's a part of history that I super love because we're getting into the American revolutionary war. And it's like, there's so much and there's so many things that are going wrong in that show that I'm like, oh, if he just would listen to his wife for five seconds, he wouldn't be in that problem. But no, because he's a stubborn Scotsman, he's going to be stupid again. Like, I just, I love it. Sounds like most marriages. But okay. It really does. <laughs> I've heard nothing but good things about Outlander. I might have to check it out. It is, it's a lot. I'll just, it's a lot. It's quite the commitment. Uh, somebody's asking what documentary that was, Tim. Uh, Disturbance in the Force. Okay. All right. My number two was a surprise for me because, I mean, I'm going to watch anything Superman, but the, the surprise behind it is like how good it actually was. And that is My Adventures with Superman. 
on uh, the animated Prime, the anime series, on, right? On Mac. Oh my god, it was so good. Like I, yeah. I was in. I loved every second, and I loved the fact that it was really well done. Like, because Superman stuff, you get some hokey stuff, I and mean, you just you know, like Lois and Clark, The Adventures of Superman. Like, I love that show. Not great, like you know. So Smallville, like they had some good episodes, but there's a lot of not great in that as well. But it has its moments, yeah. My adventures with Superman was so good. Max even liked it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I am a, an a, like an avid Superman hater. I I can't stand the character. I really don't feel like there's anything interesting about watching God will walk around. Um, like it's it's just yeah, like he he sucks. But uh, no, my adventures with Superman is a lot of fun. Uh, I, I like, yeah, I like, again, I like the new things that's been doing with the characters. I, I really like the animation. Um, yeah, and, and the show is, is, is well written and, 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 and it, it paces out very well, too. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for a season two soon, or I don't know if they're, they're guaranteed, if, they're, you know, if that's working or I not. Think, but, I uh, think they're in production. Yeah, yeah that's the word. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, it's it's dope. I, I liked it a lot. It's, it's WB. It's hard to know. It gets it gets the Animaniacs seal of approval. Sazlov's watching right now. He's like, "Well, I'm scrapping that." <laughs> Fifty <laughs> bucks <laughs> more to me. Can oh <laughs> we like stop Zaslav from absorbing Paramount? Please, somebody make it happen. Like Netflix, you got money. Like buy Paramount, please. But anyway, Netflix doesn't um, have money. <laughs> I don't. Netflix is airing. Amazon Netflix. and Apple, you guys got all the money. Like, absorb Paramount so Disney and <laughs> Max tell, tell, Elon Musk, tell Elon Musk to buy it. I'm sure that'll turn out fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call it Y. <laughs> you know what's so funny, though, is some, somebody soon is going to be like, hey, I've developed this thing where you have all of these channels in the same spot. And we're just going to go back to cable. Yeah. <laughs> it's already happening. I mean, Prime has a lot of like channels you can purchase and put yeah. on there. Oh, my number two is going to. All right, so I'm just gonna list off a couple of anime here. Um, uh, Free Ren and uh, Shangri La Frontier. Uh, they are two anime that came out last year, and uh, they, they like Free Ren. I like because it is really different than any like fantasy. Um, action anime that I've ever seen. Uh, it's very slow paced, and there's not a whole lot of action in it, but it's still very, very interesting. Um, you know, it's uh, the main character is an elf who's very long lived, so it, it's more on on like kind of how she sees things, and the the, the time the timing is, is odd, and I really like it. So, like, if you're looking for an anime that's not a lot of like just like flashing and and crazy anime tropes. Like this one is a good place to start. Like it's 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 a slower paced. It's not very loud, and the characters are all interesting. So I'm having a lot of fun with that. Shangri La Frontier is on the other side of that. You want an action anime that's all of the action anime? Watch Shangri La Frontier. The art, the art is beautiful. Stuff happens like every episode, <laughs> and it's 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 very it's just like it's a hey it's a guy playing a video game. But uh, yeah, if you need that in your life. It's probably the best one doing it right now. Um, one that did just come out is called uh, Solo Leveling. I think the art's just a little bit better, but the story's basically the same. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. So those two, number two, anime, watch it. <laughs> nice, Justin. Cool. 
Uh, yeah. So my original was uh, across universe Spider-Verse. So I, I'll just do an alternative. Uh, John Wick Four. I, I I enjoyed all the John Wick. I need to watch one. that. I heard it was conclusion good. was fun. Yeah. Watching Keanu Reeves murder a bunch of folks in, in revenge of his dog. Good time. Nice. That's my favorite part of Reacher too. Is when he starts beating people up and killing them. There's a very cool uh, Max. You'll like this. There's a very cool nod to the Warriors in John Wick Four. All right. <laughs> I'm down for it. What about you, Tim? So my number two was uh, Spider-Verse. We've already talked about that. Um, so, But I'll throw another TV show out there for you guys to check out if you haven't already. It's a it's a cop show. Uh, it's more of a detective show, but it's kind of – I found it to be really cool because the guy who's the detective has a learning disability. And, uh, like, like he's he's very dyslexic, has a hard time reading. It's called Will Trent. So good. It was on ABC. Yeah, it's very good. It is so good. Uh, the guy who's the, the lead actor in that show, just he's very believable, very convincing at, at, in his role. And he, you buy into the premise almost immediately that here's a guy with a learning disability and struggling to do the job that he's hired to do. And he's got all these other things kind of around him and the the issues that he grew up with and you know and kind of working his way through the system as a kid and, and all these different things very cool story um the background story is almost as cool as the stories from week to week uh the things that he goes and investigates and everything so i'll throw that out there as a, an alternative to spider-verse 2 which we already it talked about one but, of the best yeah, we'll try in a while i thought so too because you know uh, half the time when something comes out on the networks i kind of give it the uh the flyby because chances are it's it's going to be so so watered down that it's hard to watch and, and becomes unenjoyable um but i really thought they did a good job of of keeping this a little bit edgy which it was i was which i was surprised of because it's on abc i expected it to be a little more watered down a little less have a little less edge to it but it's a good show i strongly suggest everybody check it out yeah it's not bad i, I love cop shows but the cop shows are a lot harder, harder to hold my attention now because I've seen so many, and that one definitely was. Uh, it's no rookie uh, with Nathan Fillion, but you I know. know nothing. Nothing <laughs> is Nathan Fillion. Like, come on, Nathan Fillion can do no wrong in my eyes. Mike, what is your number two? Uh, my, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Jason. Go ahead. Uh, I, I, um, if Nathan Fillion and Jean Claude Van Damme got into a fight, who do you want to win? Nathan oh. Fillion. Nathan Fillion. No, this oh, is for Jason. Jason. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care what Jason's answer is. Like, like, <laughs> Max, he would never let that happen. Okay. <laughs> so the answer is John Claude Van Damme. Yep. <laughs> he just gave him the. Uh, he I'm just going to give Jason like, his Kobayashi Maru. me to go back to his hotel room. I might. I might think about cuddling. You know what I'm saying? Jason's Van Damme. So I don't want to cuddle with Van Damme. So take that. Yeah, Jason's the no win scenario. All right. Sorry. Volunteering for Small Spoon. I am Small Spoon. Go ahead. It's very cuddly. Why would they fight when they can love and Van Damme is so bendy? Oh, oh, oh. Down goes Jim. You all right there, buddy? Bourbon's not supposed to go down that bike. Okay. No, you're not supposed to freeze your bourbon. to go up. Yeah. Uh, my number two. We killed Tim. That's I know scary. we're killing everyone tonight. 
Um, Godzilla minus one was my Ooh, number that two. That was my number one. I love that movie. Aside from the person sitting next to me in the theater who would not shut up about how much he hates modern pop culture, I enjoyed well, the movie. You had a greatly. Godzilla movie, you idiot. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> I was like, I oh enjoyed the movie God. immensely. It was a great adventure film, great period piece, great actual serious drama. Like, this is the first time in a Godzilla movie that I actually, like, care about the human characters as actual characters. Wow. And not just, like, action figures. So, good on them for that. And, yeah, it was really cool. And this is a case of, like, I don't need a sequel to this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a good, on-its-own Godzilla story. You can make more in MonsterVerse and whatever you want to do, just let this stand on its own. Like Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla was a very good one-and-done type of thing. All right, so, Mike, I got a question for you about it. So, being a a guy who perpetually avoids all things Godzilla. Nah. Okay. All right, so, with that in mind, because most of Godzilla movies to me are like, yeah, uh, so you're going to have a monster walk out of the ocean, destroy the city, and then, you know, it dies or they kill it or Mm -hmm. whatever. How probable is someone who's not a Godzilla fan to like minus one? I think um, I think the probability is a little bit higher that you'll enjoy it more so than probably what you construe as being typical Godzilla fare. Like, there's yeah. a lot of different genres in this. There is war movie. There is, again, like I said, human drama. There's an island adventure scenario in there. There's okay. a little bit of Jaws. Like and then there's the Godzilla stuff, the destruction stuff. Yeah, the human element was really well done in this one, so you might enjoy that if you don't, if you're not a big fan of the monster part. Okay. Because really, okay. I really enjoyed like seeing Japan post World War II kind of trying to recover. Like I love the Godzilla movies, dating all the way back to the 50s when it first came out and stuff. Sure, sure. But I'll admit, like in a lot of those films, there is a lot of downtime where you're with human characters, like in labs, talking about like. Well, this is what this alien is going to do, and so and then that's when I kind of check out because I'm like, let's just get to the people yeah. in the suits. Here, yeah. I was like, oh no, I'm invested. How do they come up with a solution? Because this is like after Tokyo was bombed all to hell in World War II and stuff. So Japan's not really got the resources it had or it has now in contemporary times. So you're kind of wondering like, how is this country that is just getting over this cataclysm? How are they going to deal with this next cataclysm that's mm-hmm. unworldly? Okay. not yet built the giant robots to fight the Godzilla. Yeah, there's no giant robots in this, but you're like, okay, how do they? How do these people with World War II resources fight a giant lizard? Okay, so now I didn't realize that it was set in the World War II era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that immediately after they surrendered. Okay, so and that automatically makes it more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Isn't it too that Godzilla is a result of the atomic Nuclear testing? Yeah. Well, it, it, it has its cake and eats it too because... He's kind of like this mythical folklore creature beforehand, and then the nuclear stuff plays into it as well. So it's kind All of right, like so you, okay. So you got me there. That's that's where that's the hook because the last in the last Godzilla movie that I watched all the way through had Matthew Broderick in it. Yes, <laughs> yes, come well, that, me. That's just <laughs> good. That's just good fun to have a good chuckle with. Mm-hmm. And I regretted it ever since. Oh my god! I enjoyed the cartoon a lot. Yeah. Terrible movie. Cartoon was I good. The soundtrack was banging, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come with me. Come with me. I'll keep oh, it up, Mike. <laughs> no, Rage Against the Machine, No Shelter? Heck, yeah. 
Uh, Tim, you can die on our show. I'm just going to turn it into a short if you do and share it on the internet. <laughs> so, um, just so you, you will know, monetize going it. Forward, this, I will monetize it. Too. I will make money. Have AI generated art as the reflection of his dying. <laughs> Here's how our buddy Tim died. And go. Spon sponsored by Dudesy. Will <laughs> <laughs> Sasso's AI generated obituary. Sasso, you cannot AI my dad. All right. My number two. And again, it's because I have a young kid. But also because I am still a kid, trolls band together. Honestly, <laughs> so freaking good. Gave me a new sync reaction. Song. So I'm down for the new and sync song. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the, back together, the movie. <laughs> the number of jokes in Absolutely it. Absolutely love Max's oh, reaction. Uh, no, that that was a joke for the parents. It was phenomenal. Mad so it really is all of them back together in that movie then. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to have to see those scenes. <laughs> and it I is. Oh my God, back it's hilarious. I, I, like, I just never expected you to say that. Like, even, even, like, even with your preface of Hey, it's a kids' movie. Like, I that was not what I was expecting. Well, I mean, and, okay, so hey, no, no, I I'm applauding you, especially <laughs> especially as a '90s kid who was such an InSync fan, like. The holy crap, we get a new InSync song for the first time in 20 years was amazing. And sure, there was a lot of oh my word, InSync's back together for one song. But there are so many boy band jokes in that movie. There were a couple of jokes that my husband and I looked at each other in the theater with the oh, I'm so glad she doesn't get that. <laughs> because Oh my gosh, I am so glad my five-year-old did not understand the joke of the, the honeymoon couple saying that this is not how they expected to get tied up. Like, And that's cool, too, she's going to appreciate Tom. it on a whole other level when she watches it when she's older. Oh, I know, right? And it's so fun. I think, I think because there are so many things that I've watched now as an adult that my parents let me watch as a kid, that I've gone back to my mom with the, what did you let me watch? And she's like, you didn't get the jokes. It wasn't a problem. Like, I get them now. <laughs> Touche, salesman, but still. <laughs> I'm like, you let me watch that with those jokes? And she's like, yeah. If you had gotten them, I would have had a problem. You didn't get them. Like, All right, here we go. Our number ones, everybody. We'll see if we can end this show before 830. Uh, my number one is <laughs> not happening. Max, Max came out with the best sequel of all time. This might have my favorite episode of television of all time in it, and that is The Last of Us, the episode where the two fall in love and we follow oh, their life stories. Yeah. Oh, three. They make you care for the characters, and like, they okay. literally, in 43 minutes, make you fall in love with this couple, and then by the end, you're crying when what happens to them happens. Like, it is one of the best written shows. It's what I wish The Walking Dead had done, where it focused mm -hmm. Humans and not what's going on around them, and I just it is really, really good. I had no idea like they could act on that level. My, my, the theme of my list is acting. Like, the acting in this episode was just oh, unbelievable. Like I'm surprised the show didn't win more at the Emmys. That's the only downside I had to it, but right. um, it is so good. Like Pedro won, and Nick Offerman deserved to win. Oh my like, god, yeah. The Last of Us is probably one of the like obviously top five video game adaptations like ever. Um, episode three like changed my whole view on on uh -huh. on, on, on entertain like I, I'm like because if you can't make me care, 
more than they made me care about these characters that I did not know anything about before and died, so had no no skin in the game after. And then, then what are you doing? What are you what are you even doing? And especially with so this is this is my number one as well, Jason. Like this was this was as soon as you said top five, I'm like, okay, so Last of Us goes to the top. But even in the game, when it's the you have like one cut scene with with Nick Offerman's character, the other character is literally hanging in his garage. Like that's the amount of information you have about him, and like you think that they they hate each other in the game to get that much backstory about it and be like, oh, ah, oh, oh. I, I gotta say, like, I don't want to get into the politics of what I'm about to say, but I, I know people that, you know, I don't know them, like, they're not friends of mine, but I know that there's people that I've seen them talk about it that weren't necessarily into same-sex couples that watched this show and their viewpoint changed at the end just because of how much this episode really, really made you care about these two mm -hmm. people. Like, it's so freaking good. And it's not just this episode. The entire show is phenomenal. But, oh, so yeah, good. episode three... Might be my favorite episode of television that I have ever seen. And you guys know on this podcast, I have seen a lot of TV. I've seen more TV in 2023 than most people have seen in their life. Like, I watch what? a lot. Tim, what's up? Okay, question for the class. All right, so I, full disclosure, I have never watched a second of The Last of Us. Oh, dude. Okay, so here, but here's my question. I'm not big into horror. I hate zombie films. You, Why you'll like it. give me a reason to, give me a reason it, to watch it it's so good i'm also not into the horror. aspect of like, it. it it's it's so good and they don't like the, 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 that horror aspect of it is not a lot of the show it's more mm -hmm. about the people during this crazy thing going on yeah it, it's, it's, only, it's not a lot so, of just zombies chasing after them and gore and stuff like that the there only are, zombie movie i've ever really i've ever really enjoyed warm bodies zombie zombie land don't That's focus it. on the zombies. Yeah. Don't have yeah. you watched the zombies are hardly it's in it. About, yeah, it's not about the zombies. It's no, about they're the hardly yeah, in it. It's just it happens to be happening around them, but it's not what the show's about. It's about humans interacting. What happens with humans? <laughs> and that was my son. Everyone Nolan. else saw that guy, right? Nope. <laughs> that was my son Nolan. They didn't know he was coming by. I would have turned the camera off. Nope, nobody's fine. <laughs> Max is hallucinating. Max, <laughs> Guys, if for some reason you lived under a rock like Tim and haven't seen The Last of Us, watch The Last of Us. Yeah, Tim, if you like out. watching good acting okay. and just humans, cool. you'll like this. You, trust okay, me, so I, you will like it. I will, I will watch it now because honestly, up until this point, my, my mindset was, oh, it's a zombie show. And Tim, there was no point for me to watch it. Tim, I'm gonna yeah. pitch this in a way. Get to three episodes I'm, and see if you want to make it. I'm point. gonna have you watching this show like as soon as we get out of here. All right, Kate. Like Pedro Pascal yeah. escorts a child to a place. Okay. Yeah, this it, is, it, this okay. is familiar it, territory for you, Tim. It's it's Mandalorian. I'm like, I'm like, so yeah. I'm hearing Mandalorian. Okay. okay. Yeah, no, but it's called The Last of Us. It's it's, it's Without... a Mandalorian, but he lost his armor somehow. Without any spoilers <laughs> for Tim, you are going to cry. Mm -hmm. a lot. Almost every episode it's it's so good it's so good and so oh, yeah the only thing i understood about the this show is that um there was zombies and space daddy escorts a child that's all i know yeah no stick okay, with the so space daddy escorts a child <laughs> and i'm telling you you're gonna you're gonna love it um, and they're not they're not zombies they're mushroom people were you uh were you a game of thrones fan did you watch game of thrones at all Tim? No. 
Uh, I watched a few episodes, and <laughs> after the about the fourteenth oh, okay, time, okay, about right, no, fourteenth so, time, the brother went after the sister. I was, I was done. So the lady, Lady Mormont, is not gonna is gonna sway you, but Lady Mormont is in this, and she's still badass. She's still badass. Yeah. <laughs> so, and and back on back on episode three of it, I'm not. That's not something I look for in shows. Like, I I don't care what people do with their lives, what their, their bedroom choices are. That's fine. That's not my problem. Nick Offerman falling in love. And, and it's so much of the, the human aspect of it. It doesn't matter that it was, it was a homosexual relationship. It was the, you're finding comfort it's, and it's companionship. That's it. it, it it's just yeah. the relationship. Like you're, you're finding comfort in, in a relationship in the worst point of human life like and and watching his character change i sobbed like an absolute freaking baby during that episode this like is nick offerman we're talking about ron swanson right we yeah, are talking about ron swanson ron swanson okay I'm, okay i'm with you now i'm i'm, 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 I'm like, so I'm that picking was up what you're laying down i'm right there with you that was one of the shows that like it was the when it went up and it was available to stream I was back here watching it by myself because my husband wasn't interested in it. It was not something I wanted my kid to see. And when I came out of our room after that episode, blubbering, and my husband's like, are you okay? No! Yeah, she's texting me, Jason, have you watched it yet? We oh gotta talk about it. <laughs> Kathleen know, was my last one. You didn't watch that one until like the Thursday afterward. And I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you? Uh, well, all right. Jay and Kathleen just know that when I do start watching it, I'll be texting you a lot. Oh, yeah. I will do a rewatch with you, Tim. Um, my number one is going to uh, probably one that nobody has seen, um, but it's Blue Eye Samurai on Netflix. I'm on episode two. I've liked it so far. Oh, my that. God. It's yeah. so good. Uh, and thank you for watching it. I'm just <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, this... The, like it, it's set in the uh, period of Japan where they they, they they closed off their borders. They're very isolationist, and um, you know it's a character uh, who's got blue eyes because her her dad is a white guy, and uh, and and so she was shunned by like pretty much the entire nation, <laughs> and she's thought of as as a demon and a monster, and it it it, it it's got everything. I mean, it, like samurai, okay, samurai revenge story. He sells me, right? With, with like super strong female lead, um, and she's so good. The action is so good. The anime is so like it's the Netflix animation where it kind of looks like um, sort of like dolls, but then animated. Um, and normally it doesn't really do it for me, but like this one pulls it off, and like they, it's just so good. I I was shocked. And how much I liked this this cartoon, and I like I'm so happy that there's a season two. Um, but season one was freaking awesome. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just throw some names out here: Randall Park, George Takei. Okay, like these people are are voices in 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 the show. Like, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, one more, one more. You might uh, you might remember Masi Oka uh, from Heroes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So you know, uh, check it out, Blue Eye Samurai. It's 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 brutal. It's bloody as hell. And uh, so if you're not down for that, you know, it's, it's probably you're not gonna enjoy it. But uh, 
it is it is just so good. This is like Tarantino esque revenge story, and uh, yeah, it's uh, there's there's one scene where they're playing a Japanese um, Sandman or Master of Puppets. Um, either way, it's Japanese Metallica, and it is awesome. <laughs> it is freaking awesome. So yeah, my number one definitely goes to Blue Eye Sandman. Did you say it was Tarantino esque? T- Tarantino esque revenge story. Good enough reason for me to skip it. Okay, good enough. Moving on. That's so man. Justin. I hate Tarantino. I despise Tarantino. I didn't like Kill Bill. No. Oh, awful. Oh, man. No, we, we I mean, it's about time you two disagree. I was going to say, he hasn't been agreeing too much tonight. Anyway. We had he, to hit he must have we stopped had... drinking. He must have stopped drinking after he almost, uh, <laughs> after he was... almost died. <laughs> So my number one was Godzilla, which fine. Matt, uh, yeah, uh, Mike said it enough. Like covered it way better than I did. Um, so go watch Super Mario Brothers. Go watch that. That was a fun movie. It's, it's not good. a number one for me, but it's a good movie. Go watch it. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Tim, what's your number one? Uh, and uh, what, something that should be a surprise to no one. My number Star one Wars? is is Ahsoka. Oh. Um, <laughs> Ahsoka Tim, is... I honestly expected Loki on your list. I just started Loki season two. Oh my god, it's so good. I almost put Loki on my list, honestly. Uh, that's also in my honorable mentions. Um, I... because, oh. <laughs> because Loki season two is honestly so much better than Loki season one, which Loki season one was was pretty dang good. Loki, uh, Loki season, season two made my honorable ne- mentions list just because of Obi. Oh yeah, well Obi's awesome, but uh, Ahsoka, I loved that season. I loved uh, Ray Stevenson's character. I'm sad that he passed because I am. I really, really want to know what happened more with Balin Skull at the end of of that season and where he his character is going. I'm really, really hoping they recast him with Leave Schreiber because I love Leave Schreiber and I think that physically, uh, visually, and acting wise, those two are a match. And Leave could slide in, slide into that that role very easily. But Ahsoka, in my opinion, was top tier Star Wars. It's the best that we've had in a long time, probably since since Mandalorian season two, and and since and since Rogue One. And I am very very excited to see Ahsoka season two. You're still no way better than Mandalorian. Obi Wan sucked. False. Obi Wan was good. Obi Wan was awful. Oh my god. No, Obi. Hey, Obi Wan can't catch a ten-year-old. Oh my god! Have you tried to chase a ten-year-old with the Force? Max, you're gonna save this for another show. Hey. <laughs> was time in the episode? He there? was closed off from the Force at oh, that point. Okay. Um, ten-year-olds um, are vicious, especially that oh, one. Five-year-olds are worse. Again, guys, oh, am I right? Story. <laughs> no, I, I was okay, going to so, mention Ahsoka as the most meh. Show that happened in 2023. Wow, sir. <laughs> Hold on. I got if I was a girl, I'd be taking out my earrings to fight you right now. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Well, Max, Max doesn't he does not like the character Ahsoka. So the fact that he has oh, any yeah. women in it. Yeah, I, I mean, still like, remember, oh man, that Comic Con we were at and we were doing a panel, and that group of Ahsoka walked in and Max just stopped talking and just started making fun of the character that they were cosplaying. That's one of my favorite memories of a Comic Con. Oh like, my oh, gosh. Just, that was Indiana. And they right? walked Indiana? in and Max just like beelined onto this. Like, I, I, I could not see them, they were awful. 
Wow. <laughs> Tim's My like, Max has never been one. more wrong than he is right now. Uh, uh, I definitely the re more the repugnancy <laughs> level is like astronomical. <laughs> it was here. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! No, I have to shut up. I might be talking myself out of the. But anyway, I will agree that Balin Skull was a super interesting character that I wanted to see more of. I want more background on Balin Skull and Shin Hati. As much as I want to see more of them, I want to see less of Ahsoka. Okay, okay. So we're going to remove your dislike for Ahsoka from the series. But the simple fact that this is a live-action continuation of Rebels, it's Rebels Season 5, It's it helps kind of close the door on some of the things that was in Rebels. And if you were a Star Wars Rebels fan, which I am, and I love Star Wars Rebels, that's so, it, to me, that show is so good. And in the continuation, I just, it was, to me, it was great. I love Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. I think she does really good. I love the, the transition from Ahsoka the Grey to Ahsoka the White. It was a really cool nod to uh, Lord of the Rings and a few other things, you know, that they did in that show, which were also really cool nods to to LOTR. Uh, I just, there's some really cool things in that show. I like and I, Christensen. Yeah, That's I'm just excited. I, I can't wait to see what, what they do moving forward. I love the fact that Dave Filoni is in charge of Star Wars now and the oh. stories actually make sense and they're there's there's really cool callbacks to things that happened in the past and, and he's tying things together. Crap. And there's the dialogue really cool isn't to all of the Dave Filoni things. It's, it's crazy how that works. No, it's not to all Dave Filoni things. <laughs> but to I a guy who hates everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're about to have a Max and Tim off. We got to finish this thing up because it's about to happen. Yeah, no, Ahsoka is on my list after um, I finish. After everything? After no, everything no, else? I got Disney <laughs> Plus to catch up on everything, and I plan on canceling it in a couple weeks. So I got to catch up. Make sure you watch your... Bluey first. Mm. I my... Star Wars is fine. Um, uh, my number one is, I'm going to go through these really quick here. All my first watches for my half-off Criterion Blu-rays that I bought this year. Uh, really quick, Irma Vep. It's about movie making and how much movie making is a pain in the ass. And then in the middle portion, it becomes a Catwoman movie, which is kind of cool. Um, <laughs> After Hours from Scorsese, a nice brisk watch. And Soho is crazy. Uh, the Trial, based on a Kafka novel from Orson Welles, starring Anthony Perkins. It is stylish and crazy as hell. Uh, Night on Earth is like a cool anthology movie about taxi cab drivers all over the world. And it's the only time I've ever liked Roberto Bernini in anything. And uh, my favorite, favorite thing I watched this whole year, Ikiru from Akira Kurosawa. This thing will tear your heart out. And I was a blubbering mess at the end of it, but I felt like so rejuvenated about life. Like genuinely, it's this very like soulful, moving, personal story that's really quiet. No grand effects. It's all just about the human condition. So those were my favorite things overall from this year. I wanted does to see the taxi that thing have a does the taxi thing have Reverend Jim in it? No. <laughs> Gina Rollins, Winona Ryder, Armin Mueller Stahl. Never Beatrice mind. Stahl. You don't get the reference. Never. Okay, we're good. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't get it at first. I was like just going through it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you guys so much. We gave you the show. That made it for six Mine was weeks. Last of Us. 
Yeah, oh, okay. she was last time. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in, checking us out. Hit that like, subscribe, comment, all that fun stuff. Kathleen, follow Chen, three geeks on the FSF podcast. I was supposed to be on Monday's episode this week, but I got pushed to the following week. We're doing suit up Monday on their show. We're all going to wear suits. It's going to be fantastic. Check that out. Uh, Justin and I will be dropping short soon. Lots of interviews coming up. Check out the interview we did with Claudia Wills. That was Something a weird really cool happens during the interview that I absolutely adored. <laughs> And everybody else out there, have a great day. That was uh, a taxi reference. Dropping shorts. It wasn't a taxi reference. Dropping shorts. That was a taxi reference. Recycling right, guys, droids. Have a good night.